Welcome to the Three Questions Podcast. We take questions from our church family and do our very best to answer them from a biblical worldview. All of us here get the chance to serve the Lord's Church locally at Southern Hills Baptist Church in Oklahoma City. Doug Melton is our lead pastor. Jackie Gingrich is our director of preschool ministries. Jeremy Johnson is our pastor of communication and campus life. My name is Daniel Snow, and I get to be pastor of discipleship and young adults. And as you guys continue to turn in great questions, just a reminder of some ways you can do that. You could text 505-258-2076. You could go to the website, myshbc.com slash contact. That's the church website and then slash contact. Or you could email three questions podcast at myshbc.com with the number three at the beginning and those questions will be kept anonymous. And so um so it is almost Christmas. And there are no sad faces on Christmas, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so Never. preschool edition. Yeah. This is preschool I edition. Am loving this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. It is really fun. And uh and we're really, really glad Jackie's willing to be with us today and do this. Um and the whole the whole podcast will be kind of geared towards that, that idea of preschoolers, parenting, ministry, just the life and chaos of preschool. Okay, so Jackie, you weren't actually a preschooler in our church, but you weren't far from it. How old were you when you came to our church family? I, I think I was a preschooler. Okay, yeah. I knew That's it was so pretty funny. close. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Yeah, I think I believe I was one. I'm not. Yeah, I could say that's preschool. <laughs> that's yeah. that's a. <laughs> yeah, so long time. Because you started first grade at two years old. That's so you right. Were just bordering on first grade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, I don't remember all my Sunday school teachers, but I do remember that in kindergarten I had David Dumbleton as a Sunday school teacher. That okay. is too cool. And one of the things I love, Jackie, is that we have men who are in our preschool area mm-hmm. to this day because that is so important. Mm-hmm. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. We have men in our preschool area teaching our preschool area. We have men teaching in our children's yep. youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very through. thankful. I am too. I am and too. Uh, okay. So the first question for this preschool edition is why teach preschoolers? What can preschoolers absorb about God and his world? Oh, what a great question. <laughs> Jackie, I'm so glad you're here to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who's around preschoolers very long knows that they're learning and repeating everything. So um, I would say from the beginning, children are learning. Um, Babies begin to learn about God. And uh, when they're exposed to biblical truths, they're learning at home and at church from the very beginning. Uh, Child development statistics tell us that 30 or no, I'm sorry, 80% of what they learn, they're going to learn by the age of three. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's pretty amazing. Right. A lot of foundational mm-hmm. uh, building blocks are happening, and obviously they're not thinking in these terms, but it really is worldview issues right? of how the world works, who God is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I took child psychology back in o- at OBU, okay, now that would have been just a few years ago. I mean, just, it's, 
It's easy to look I'm, and see that in the rearview mirror. Though. I'm confident that the statistics have not changed. That a child's personality is pretty much formed mm-hmm. in those first five to six yes. years. Yes, that's yeah. still still true. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so that's why preschool curriculum sometimes looks a little different than children's or youth or adults. Preschoolers learn best through repetition. Mm. And so um, we're repeating some of those foundational Bible stories more often than you might see in um, older kiddos. Um, That's also why there's a lot of singing in preschool, Um, very basic songs, because we're trying to teach them those basic truths in repetition. Yeah. Um, And the more that they repeat those, the more they become like a core memory. Right. Man, makes me think of Inside Out, but uh, but yeah, that's where I was going with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's a really good point, and and what you said a minute ago ties in with as far as they're learning both in in the church environment and at home, mm-hmm. and because of God's design, where parents are primary disciplers, we we want as parents are hopefully hearing this podcast for you to know not only are these things happening when when your kids are at church but these are things you can be doing at home absolutely yeah oh no doubt no that and that consistency mm-hmm. yeah because just jackie said it at the very beginning hearing it at church and hearing it at home right that's so important that consistent and man for our parents to make worship a consistent thing mm-hmm. because jackie sometimes it's it is hard whenever a child's there one sunday and then it may be four or five Sundays mm-hmm. later before they come back again. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, boy, making it, doing your best. And I know there's so many things that happen. Right. Sickness comes up a lot. Yes. But boy, doing your best. <laughs> Preschoolers are little carriers. <laughs> yeah. They're little Petri dishes. They share. Well, yeah, they share, germs they share only, that. though. Yeah. No, and, and we even say it in our um, parent dedication times uh, when it comes to, to the church's part. Um, we talk, we as a church affirm that we want to be secondary influences. Right. Um, the parents are affirming they want to be, they want to embrace this calling to be primary disciples. Mm-hmm. And the church body is saying, hey, we want to embrace our calling to be secondary influences to, to just come alongside you and, and say a lot of the same things. That's good. Right. And you know what? If we were to think about, uh, even as adults, um, something tragic happens in a family's life, mm-hmm. right? What are the truths that as ministers we want them to hold to? Well, we, we want them to know God is good mm-hmm. because a lot of times what they're, they're dealing with, man, as ministers, we have a hard time. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so fragile at that moment. Here's what I know. God is good, mm-hmm. and he's here with me. All right, I want you to think about what do we teach preschoolers? Mm-hmm. Right. God is good, mm-hmm. and God's right here with you. Okay. God loves this, me. God takes yes, care of me. Yes. God protects me. And God made me? Yes. Oh, man, one of the things you want a student in high school to know as they're getting ready, they're making, starting to make big decisions, mm-hmm. God made you. Mm-hmm. You belong to him. And, and those are the foundational truths that a preschooler is learning. Yeah. Yes. That's good. We say those to preschoolers, but we also show them that by the way we take care of them mm-hmm. at church, um, the feelings that they have while they're at church with us, you know, the oh, care that they yeah. receive. I mean, 
you can't be teaching one thing and doing something different. And so that's something we really work on with preschoolers and our teachers is, you know, how we relate to parents and work with kids. And that also helps their learning experience of church. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Because we want we want home, we want house, mm-hmm. the house to be a happy place, a safe place mm-hmm. for a child growing up, right? Well, we want God's house. Mm-hmm. We want when a child comes to God's house that they get that same feeling. This is a happy place, a joyous place. It's mm-hmm. a safe place to be. Yes. Yeah. And were you saying um, when we were talking beforehand that some of the ways that you guys do curriculum and lessons relates to the way preschoolers pick things up. Yes. So I wrote down a statistic that I thought was really cool. 90%, 95% of learning in the first year comes from a preschooler's senses. They're seeing, hearing, and touch. Well, um, we have curriculum for babies that touches on all those things. Um, There are manipulatives in there that they can touch and hear and watch and then booklets with pictures and um, things that really appeal to their senses because that is how preschoolers are learning. In our younger classrooms, um, there's only five stories that the preschoolers do and we repeat those Mm. because they're core foundational stories Mm. about the family, the church, um, how God made me, and God takes care of me. Um, so that that is exactly why we use the curriculum that we use. And even up into kindergarten, there's um, block centers and um, books and those kinds of things. And every single rotation that they go to comes back and points to what the main point of that story is for the day. Yeah, that's good. Because yeah. so many preschoolers learn through so many different ways, too. Preschoolers can be visual learners, auditory learners, <laughs> physical learners, So all of that curriculum kind of hits on every learner. And and I love the preschool structure that that Jackie has set up at our church that really a baby that's in the room, they're just babies that are in the room, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so it's like zero to six months Mm -hmm. that even at the point that they start sitting up and able to do all that, Mm -hmm. they get to go to the next room because so that they're really in age appropriate and Mm -hmm. all the other children in there are at the same age. And and I love that there is a curriculum in the zero to six month Mm -hmm. because they are learning. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. It's really good. And, you know, when Jesus, when the disciples are like, hey, keep the kids away. (laughs) He's too busy. Yeah, he's too busy. They're (laughs) bothering. And and I mean, as adults, we're all tempted to think in those terms Mm -hmm. sometimes. And, and Jesus very clearly corrects that mindset and says, no, 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 no. Let the kids come to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very important. That's good. And, and Jackie does an awesome job of helping us all keep that mindset yeah. here. Okay, so Daniel, let's say like Sunday school teachers, you had your PhD Sunday school teachers, right? Yeah. And then you had your master's degree Sunday school teachers and your bachelor's degree Sunday school the PhD Sunday school teachers need to be in the preschool. Right, right. <laughs> they really yeah. do. No, that's right. Yeah. Because that is absolutely such crucial learning that is taking place. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and just keeping it simple and clear. Mm-hmm. But what are the, the things that need to be grasped? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you remember the story, Karl Barth, the theologian, when mm-hmm. he was asked in a lecture one time? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had written thousands of pages of commentaries, and he was asked, what's the one theological truth that you that you believe is most important? And mm-hmm. he said, Jesus loves me, this I know. Mm. I love that story. Right. right. That he's going all the way yeah. back to what his mom taught him mm-hmm. and 
probably also heard in a church. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a great point. Love that. Second question. Uh, it's just kind of a real nuts and bolts, practical question. How do we do our best to protect preschoolers here at Southern Hills? So the first thing I would say is more what you're, you know, typically think of when you think of safety. That would be we do background screenings on anybody who is going to work with children, not just preschoolers, all the way up to our yeah. youth. Yeah. Um, we ask that people be a member before six months before we mm -hmm. ask them to teach our uh, children. Uh, we have security at the preschool entrance who kind of stands there and just makes sure that people are where they need to be and um, have their parent badges. And we keep those doors shut when we're not using mm -hmm. that entrance, you know, as frequent as we can. And that's Sunday morning, Sunday, Sunday night, night, Wednesday night, right. during the week, Monday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. If there are children in the building, and man, I'm, I'm so thankful that we do that. And you guys, as often as not, it's going to be a Oklahoma City police officer or right. someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Especially on our um, love and lead days when they're there for five or six hours every time. It's a Oklahoma City police officer. Yeah. Yeah. And with all of our uh, in all of our classrooms with minors, so preschool included, um, very, very strict to adult mm -hmm. policy, unrelated adults, mm -hmm. so not in the same family. Um, that's another factor there. And then I know something I appreciate Jackie, that, that you guys do a great job of something I've seen a lot as I've been kind of reading and, and just the whole church safety mm -hmm. area, two big issues are transparency and accountability, transparency as opposed to isolation, mm -hmm. uh, accountability as opposed to just kind of rogue activities. Um, and transparency, I think a huge part of that in the preschool area is like all your half doors mm -hmm. are open right. so people can easily. And then, and then with those huge glass windows that kids can't see out of, but anyone can see into, that's a, oh, yeah. a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like those windows, Five feet tall. I mean, those things are huge, huge yeah. wide windows. Yeah, and to yeah. the kiddos inside, it just looks like a mirror, mm -hmm. which is all the more fun because yeah. you can, you know, make. <laughs> yeah, we get to watch them make silly faces, and they yeah. don't know we're watching. <laughs> yeah, um, and then, but yeah, if anyone can can watch and what all's happening inside. Right. Um, so, and then and then accountability versus just kind of rogue activities. There are things are planned. Right. Curriculum is scheduled right. and people who are going to be in implementing these things are very, very organized and set in place. Right. Yeah. That's, That's a good. big deal. That's good. That yes. Well, it is such a crucial issue here at our church and and we have plans that we want to even because with increasing technology, there are even better ways to stay secure. And so hopefully this next preschool building and and that we're planning and uh that we're going to upgrade even more to make it even more secure and that's something i also meant to throw in there with the transparency not only the half doors and the 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 windows but just cameras right we yeah. have more cameras than we've ever had not yes. only in hallways but in classrooms mm -hmm. yeah. yeah which is also helpful hey the cleanliness i give two white <laughs> thumbs way up on the 
Yeah. Then you guys are cleaning those toys mm -hmm. and, and it always back there. It just smells so good. And I, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that was when I mentioned earlier, the thing that comes to mind most for parents and safety are the things we've talked about. But another thing with safety is making sure that it, environment's safe and clean. The toys are up to date and clean and not broken. And, right. you know, we're just constantly going through that equipment and replacing things because we do want kids to play and have fun. Um, but with that comes some wear and tear. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> As we all definitely know from yeah. home life. Yeah. Um, well, and and uh, Jackie stays up to date. Yeah. You guys, that is so important that she, because, you know, when I was a baby, oh, let them sleep standing up, whatever. You know, it didn't matter. <laughs> Ride in the car in a that bucket. Actually, <laughs> that does help a lot of questions. A lot how, of how long ago was that, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> sleeping in the back of a pickup i mean you know anything went back then and then it was like jackie helped me it was like no they need to sleep on their stomach right and then it was like no 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 they need to now sleep it's on definitely back. sleep on the back yeah. yes yeah. yes so, so things change and we learn more and so i do i you know i don't have a preschooler anymore so i have to work a little harder at it um i rely on a lot of my preschool families you mm. know like hey you know what's a good resource for me right now because i'm not buying preschool equipment i'm not buying a car seat <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah and so we do we we try to keep on on track with all of that right and we all appreciate it yeah um third question what are some essentials that preschool parents need to know and remember so just kind of in the chaos of being a parent kind of at any point in the game but right now we're talking about a parent of preschoolers um, it is chaotic. I mean, things, yeah, mm -hmm. things a lot, so many, so much is going on all the time. What are some things that, that would be good for parents to just be reminded of? When you gave me this question, you know, I have, uh, Sawyer's 10, almost 11 and then teenagers. And so I was trying to think, man, what I wish I really thought more about when I had preschoolers. And one of them, um, is being consistent in, Going to church, letting your child see you do your quiet time, read your mm -hmm. Bible, uh, worship, those kinds of things. I wasn't as good about it with my older two. I did a lot of times when they were sleeping, which is totally fine. Sure. And you're going, right. to, you know, the, but just being more intentional about them seeing me mm -hmm. read my Bible, memorize scripture, have those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. One of the others is it's never too late to start. So, like, if there's something you're thinking, man, I've really messed this up already. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's never too late to start, whether that's discipline, whether that's doing family devotions at home, whether that's your own quiet time. Mm -hmm. um, don't be thinking, oh, it's too late. And so I, I've missed the boat on that. No, go ahead and, yeah. and start do today. that now. Yeah. No, it's really good. That is a great point. Yeah. Um, Deuteronomy 6 is a, a really helpful passage. Check you out. You got it open right there. I do. In your Biblia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, definitely not the only place the Bible talks about intentional parenting. Right. But I think one of the first. Right. And, and just really uh, clear places that the Bible talks about that. And, um, and, and it does. It, it, starts out by saying, you know, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Okay, so you got sound doctrine right there. There's only one true and living God. 
Then he says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Okay, love him with all you are. And then he says, and these things, talking to parents, shall be on your hearts, and then you shall teach them to your children. And he goes through this list of very, very ordinary, everyday things, Mm -hmm. like when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, when you take road trips together, just Mm -hmm. normal, normal stuff. And I think that progression is really helpful. Mm -hmm. Like it starts with, hey, uh, sound doctrine matters. Um, And parents, it's got to be on your heart first. So so speaking to myself, it's got to be on in my heart and Jenny's heart first. I think God says it that way on purpose. He knows our kids are smart Mm -hmm. and kids can smell fake a mile away. And Mm -hmm. so they know our kids know if we're just saying something because we think it's what we're supposed to say or if it's just in us and we can't help Mm -hmm. but let it out. Um, And then and so God wants it to be that way, to, to be just in it, in us and us letting it out in all of these very normal, teachable moments. Right. And I, I also just think it's very cool that God designed into parenthood literally thousands of teachable moments mm-hmm. and not just like three per kid. Right. Like if it, <laughs> if it were just three per kid and I missed one because I totally missed teachable moments. Right. Well, I'm already down 33%. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I, if I miss one, but I know, you know, it's, it's okay. There's going to be another one right around the corner. Mm-hmm. That's really helpful. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. And, that's and good. I would also say huge thanks to the preschool ministry here because my wife serves there, yeah. which she loves. And then also uh, both of my daughters serve in that, in mm. that area. And then that is, that has led to a love for uh, special connections, which we started mm-hmm. uh, where Logan now is, is serving in, in that area. And so, Man, just to see um, that there is a joy in both of my uh, daughter's hearts when they get to serve on Sunday nights, um, it's huge. And then also when I transitioned out of student ministry, Courtney was kind of lost. And for her to find a place where Mm -hmm. she could serve and feel like she's making a difference and not only make a difference with children, but also making friends in the process, it's, it's been huge for our family. And so... I love the preschool ministry. It's it's a huge, huge thing. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. yeah Daniel, I think what I would add, and I want to do it quickly because there's a bonus question there I would is a love bonus, to yeah. get to. Uh, <laughs> presence, presence. You know, really make sure that when you're with your kids, uh, adults, let's do our best not to be on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and And I understand, man, the TV can be a great babysitter, but let's find other ways mm-hmm. um, presence practice practice be consistent with your children let them see the same person at church that they see at home mm. and then prayer That's pray good. for your kids pray fervently for your for your children presence practice prayer wow that was <laughs> almost like it was planned <laughs> Wow, well done. That was just a thing of beauty right there. But I took a very memorable. I took a class in alliteration back in college. It's paying off right now. You wouldn't believe. (laughs) No, those are good. Bonus question. Yeah, bonus question. Here we go. What is a favorite 
preschool story, whether past or present? Man, it was really hard thinking about these and narrowing them down. I just had so many really funny ones. But um, on a serious note, I love getting to watch kids who've moved on from preschool ministry up into children's or whether it's even youth and when they come to know the Lord Mm -hmm. and then getting to witness their baptism. Mm -hmm. That is just, you know, just gets me every time. And I know it's nothing to do with me. It's really nothing to do necessarily with teachers. That's the Holy Spirit. However, they they did water those seeds. They planted, mm-hmm. watered those seeds. Mm-hmm. And so it is cool when we get to see the fruition of that work. Yeah. We're not guaranteed that, but it's really rewarding when we do. So The Lord uses people. Yes, absolutely. It's good. And then a funny story. Here recently I was in early journey with Tommy Merritt and uh, pre-K-er just looks at him and says, hey. You're good. Um, yeah, you're good. <laughs> I was like, there's a timer <laughs> yeah. in my ear. <laughs> I, just, I, was, yeah, I was trying to figure out, too. <laughs> anyway, he looks at Tommy and says, hey, Tommy, I know why you're bald. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy said, okay, wh- why is that? He said, because your hair doesn't grow no more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, keep it simple. Yeah. Good point. I was like, yeah, that's, you nailed it, man. <laughs> the truer words were never spoken. Jeremy, anything you can add to that? <laughs> I, I love going back to the preschool area. There's two things. Number one would probably be changing uh, all the Melton's kids' diapers whenever I was a student at... Uh, at, at Seminole, Seminole High School working in the nursery making. Which is not allowed anymore, by the way, just for clarity's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> secondly would be watching little Josie oh. see me and she'll say no to everyone else around there, but then she'll just run to me. Oh, and that's so cool. I think it's the beard. I think she thanks on Pablo every now and then. Yeah. But uh, that's awesome. It's the first time in the history where Courtney, <laughs> like a baby, will look at Courtney and give the grumpy face, but I get the smiley face. So yeah, it, it makes me happy. That right makes there. me happy. <laughs> that's good that's stuff. awesome. Yep. All right. Well, hey, thanks to Jeremy Johnson for not only that story, but also for producing this podcast. You guys that listen, thanks so much for making the time. We obviously, our hope is that it it is helpful to you in practical ways and in ways that give God glory. And if it is, maybe you could subscribe or rate or even share it with someone else and, and maybe it could help them too. And until next time, please remember that the God of the Bible is never surprised or offended by our honest questions. 